0: Hey, it's John Terry, the Black Belt Leader. Welcome to this Black Belt Leadership Master Your Life podcast. I want to talk about a pattern of human behavior as old as the Garden of Eden. Finger pointing. You probably know the story, but in the biblical account of the creation of mankind, Adam and Eve are created by God, placed in the Garden of Eden, and told they can eat of anything there with the exception of one fruit, and that's the fruit of the tree. Of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, fast forward a couple of chapters into the book of Genesis, and you know the story. Adam and Eve eat the forbidden fruit, and they're later confronted by God. And when he does say, What did you do? Adam blames Eve. Eve blames the serpent. And at some point in the conversation, they tried to blame God for putting the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the garden in the first place. Well, needless to say, that didn't end well for Adam and Eve. But when you finger point, It never does. Thousands of years later, the same ducking and dodging of personal responsibility, the same failure to admit our faults and our shortcomings are on display in countless homes, schools, offices, and communities all around the world. There just seems to be something in our human psyche that finds it easier to point the finger at others than to admit that we failed in some way. It's an egotistical attempt to make an excuse rather than admit that you're at fault. It's a leadership issue. Understand people do what people see. And when they see a leader pass the buck, cast blame on others, or make excuses for procrastination, for poor performance, for lack of follow-through, or simply failing in some way, it sends a loud and clear message. It's okay for you to do this too. I had an extended conversation on a plane to Orlando just a few weeks ago with a business owner who was frustrated that his team was not communicating. They were not working together as a collaborative unit, and they were failing to hit the deadlines. As we talked, it became apparent the team members were only replicating the model that they saw their leader was portraying. He openly admitted to me at 35,000 feet, he was doing the very same thing to his employees, but he didn't see anything wrong with that. After all, he was the boss. He was living in this fairy tale land of do as I say, not as I do. So let me say again what I reminded him of. People do what people see. Max Dupree said it is the first responsibility of a leader to define reality. So when you're defining reality for your team, that means clearly defining expectations formulating a plan and holding everyone accountable to the outcome, starting with you as the leader. Where there's an incongruence between your saying and your doing as a leader, your doing drowns out the words that you're speaking. The Navy Blue Angels, one of the amazing elite aviator teams, debriefs after every single mission, knowing that they're not perfect when they perform a routine and there's always room for improvement. Every aviator makes the following statement at the end of their report, acknowledging where they did well and where they need to improve. I made a mistake, and I'll fix it. I'm glad to be here. I love that. I made a mistake. I'll fix it. I'm glad to be here. Now, this is an acknowledgement to the other members of the team that each individual pilot understands their role in identifying where they fell short what corrective actions need to take place and their acknowledgement that they have learned from this moment and they're going to apply what they learned. It's leadership on display and it is refreshing. Now I get it, blaming others is easy. It's human nature. Blaming yourself and admitting your own shortcomings and failures before your team is humbling. But it's how high performance teams are formed. When the leader takes the lead in admitting that he or she failed in some way, it sends a loud and clear message to the team that everyone, including that leader, is accountable to the same standard of excellence. Now, this admission of failure also gives the other team members an opportunity to admit their own shortcomings without fear of retribution or worry of the finger is going to be pointed at them. The point of any post-event analysis is to identify what went right, what didn't, and why. When the leader takes the lead it admits here's her whole role in missing the mark in some way, even if it's a little miss, it creates a non-judgmental environment for everyone to learn from the corrected mistakes of the team so improvements can be made across the board. Now, this is how you learn. This is how you grow. This is how you improve your outcomes individually and corporately as together you continue to strive for black belt excellence in everything you do as a team. You and I, we've got to get into that uncomfortable place where growth happens. When you and I, we step into unfamiliar territory, there's going to be failure at times. But leaders see failure as an opportunity to discover what didn't work So they can go back, try again, and discover what does, and keep refining it to make that even better. In those moments of failure, do you own your part in it, or do you want to point the finger and blame others? Do you want to deflect the guilt and the blame away from yourself? Harry Truman said it well, the buck stops here. As president of the United States, he understood there was no finger pointing, no blame game. He acknowledged that he was ultimately responsible for the good, the not so good, and the bad as well. So what about you? There's an old Native American proverb that says, when you point the finger at someone else in an attempt to cast blame, never forget that multiple fingers are pointing back at you. Now, there's a lot of truth to that statement. True leaders take responsibility. They hold themselves accountable to the same processes, to the same outcomes they're demanding of their people. They understand that people do what people see, and those leaders are committed to focusing on executing their duties with black belt excellence and admitting when they fall short. And when they do fall short, they openly, honestly, and candidly admit their mistakes. They take ownership of the fact that they missed the mark in some way, even if it was just a little miss. They identify where they failed, the reason why, and the lesson they learned. They then put that failure in the rearview mirror, applying what they've learned, and they keep moving forward, becoming a better version of themselves in the process. They model the pursuit of black belt excellence before those they're leading, so there is no question what is expected of those who follow. And when you lead with excellence, along with the humility to admit when you were wrong or you failed. You not only set yourself up for more success, you set your team up for more success as well. This is what Black Belt leaders do. What about you? I'm John Terry, the Black Belt Leader. Thanks for joining me for this Black Belt Leadership Master Your Life moment. Have a great day.